0: Hey, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Art of Fulfillment podcast, a meditation for millennials podcast where we interview people who are fulfilled in their daily lives to help you find fulfillment in your own life. So, today's guest is really awesome, and I'm a huge fan of his work and his podcast out there. So, we got a really, really uh, awesome episode lined up here. So, today we're going to be interviewing Christoph or Chris Lewis who is the host of the Christoph Lewis podcast, a show where he has conversations with inspirational people with the goal of inspiring others to take actions towards pursuing their passions in life. On his show, he talks with a wide array of guests, such as entrepreneurs, retired military veterans, and professional athletes he also coaches individuals on how to start and run their own successful podcast by teaching his clients how to edit, publish, structure, and the whole nine yards when it comes to podcasting. What really makes Chris such a great guest for the show is he deeply loves what he is doing every single day, and that's what we're all about here on the art of fulfillment. So, without further ado, welcome to the show, Christoph.
1: Joe, thank you so much for having me here. I'm absolutely humbled by your introduction. I almost don't know what to say, but I do know what to say. And that is that everything that you're doing, I see eye to eye with you. That's why I'm a podcast host too, doing everything that you just described. And whether it be the podcast, whether it be building a program that helps other people start podcasts, it's all about helping people while helping ourselves.
0: I love that. I love that. Yeah. And, and it's so cool that you find fulfillment through that. And so do I. And and just being on the same page like even just connecting with people on the same mission like really yeah. is fulfilling in itself right because you get yeah. that that connection and that human uh inner relationship which i think is just something that really just hits a spot in us that it, it's indescribable right and it's so cool to find someone who's on that same path and connect and and deliver great content to help other people so um for you i'm just curious like how did this whole journey begin and and what was it like starting up this podcast for you
1: yeah, it's a that's a good question. It's interesting because I never ever ever saw myself doing something like this, a podcast. I knew friends that had podcasts in the past, and honestly, I never really listened to them. And I got into some podcasts about four or five years ago, and really quickly, I got down to the exact kind of podcast I liked, and I like a free flow podcast where you're just kind of shooting the shit, like we are here, and like I definitely do on my podcast. I never really liked anything that was super structured. And I thought that the organic speech promoted even richer content. So I knew I liked that. And I knew I loved learning. And it wasn't until I'm 31. And it wasn't until my mid 20s that I found podcasts. And this actually helped me discover that I actually did love learning, which I wasn't, I didn't like school. I didn't like. Any, you know, quote unquote learning growing up, but that's because I was learning the wrong things, things that I wasn't enjoyed or things that I wasn't enjoying. So, to answer your question, the reason I started this is because I was working in the military. You know, we were talking about that. And I love my job. I was in the Navy. I was in the Navy for nine years. I did some really fun stuff and I met some amazing people, mentors, people that I could mentor. But I also met a lot of people that really, really did not like their job at all complained about it every day. And I always give the example, like it's just such a simple example that people may overlook, but I would pass somebody in the hallway and I would say, Hey, how's it going? And I, I genuinely mean that when I ask somebody that, but they would answer like, Oh, just another day or, you know, just a whatever, like another day in paradise. And I, it, even that, and this may be weird to some people, but that disturbed me. I was like, it's not just another day. Like, I literally start every day in my life thankful that I'm waking up because, and and I firmly believe my experiences in the Navy have definitely helped me think this way, but I know there are plenty of people that don't wake up every day because they're no longer with us, and I know that's kind of getting deeper quicker, but I've been in the unfortunate predicament where people that I've been with haven't, you know, they don't get to come back. So it goes all the way full circle to me just walking a hallway and passing somebody in the hallway and asking how your day is. That's not a very fulfilling life to me. If you're just going through life so routinely as a zombie, not appreciative of being able to walk through the hallway and ask somebody else how your day is with your life, not on the line. So again, further answering your question I was encountering people like this, encountering people that just openly and outwardly spoke about not enjoying their job. Now, when I decided that I wanted to get out of the military, I talked to a lot of people to see how the job field was out there, how it was going, what they were doing, you know, how much they were getting paid, all these things that you would ask somebody, regardless of if you were transferring out of the military or if you were just changing another career, another job. And a lot of people that... I... <laughs> Let me back up. Everybody that I talked to, they may have made good money, but they didn't enjoy their job. And I was hungry for this. So along with polling people for how they liked their job, did they enjoy it? Were they making decent money or making at least a living to be able to take care of their family? Coupled with people that I currently was working, were working with not enjoying their jobs. I was like, something's really wrong here in the world. And I really thought about it on that big of a scale where again you you're all about fulfillment and people were not getting fulfilled in what they were doing clearly because they were complaining about it all day and I I always kind of joke about it I was like in the military you can't immediately change what you're doing like you're you're in a contract but honestly like the contract will end so if somebody's listening to this and they're in the military and they're like oh but Chris I can't no first of all if you don't think it's possible it's not going to happen because you've already convinced yourself that it's not going to happen. So what you need to do is first say that it is possible. It is possible to find something that I enjoy to do, find something that I love, find something that will give me fulfillment. So I was sick and tired of all these people that I was working with currently that were complaining, all these people that are out there. I was like depressed on hearing that. Yeah, I may make good money, but I don't love my job. And I'm like, something's wrong here. Like, There is no way that we're going to go through this life working a job that we don't love, that again doesn't give us fulfillment. That doesn't like, and I'll get into fulfillment and what it means to me, you know, later. I'm sure we're going to get into that. But all those things coupled up definitely got me going where I, I knew that wasn't possible. I knew it, what it was possible is that we could give these million examples of people that you're talking to people that I'm talking to of everybody that can go out there and that has gone out there and is making a difference for themselves and the people around them so I, it's funny how it even started it's like it's it's actually a long answer here because I initially started with Mike Ford conversation number one who was a day trader a stock trader and I some of my friends wanted to learn about stocks I was like I know a friend that knows stocks so I'll teach it to you now then it went into the next one and the next one and next one and i just i just kept on wanting to learn myself number 1 cuz i'm a firm believer that it starts with you starts within kept on learning and then i was like this is getting good feedback other people are being inspired so i'm not going to stop here and then it was a couple episodes in and i was like all right i'm going to full blast go into this like i'm going hard and i'm going to record as many conversations as i possibly can and i immediately like really quickly set a goal that I was going to record or release one podcast a week for a year. And I I told myself and I told everybody around me that I wanted to affect positively, that I wasn't going to pick one career. I wasn't going to pick one kind of person from one kind of country or state. I was going to pick every single... like, <laughs> I'm not going to stop showing you different examples of careers that people have gone out there and made it happen and, and are doing something they love, doing something that gives them the fulfillment where they actually are making a living. And you know we can get in that too because you can't just go do what you want and automatically get paid for it. There's all these other things that you have to do. But essentially, I'm going through and I'm giving as many examples as possible of people that are go- have gone out there and are doing what they love despite the odds. And they just made the decision to go do what they wanted to do.
0: Yeah, I love, I love that. That that was awesome. And I totally feel you in the position of seeing other people just going through the 9 to 5 grind. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, some people like sure. it. Some that, yeah, that's fine. Sure. But but for I think a majority of the people, they go through that nine to five grind or they go through a job that they think that society expects them to be in. And they think that that's just the way it is and they can't change it. Therefore, it's really unfulfilling for them to go through it day to day and they feel trapped. I think that's where the unfulfillment comes in is that they feel like they have no control. Right. And I think you had that same aggravation and it's and aggravation it's, aggravation, a word,
1: Joe. it's a right. really good word. I was super aggravated because I was, right. like I said, I was pulling everybody around me and I got to a certain point in my life where I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to take this anymore. So I was aggravated. I was like, if I'm understanding this and now I'm enlightened to a point, I want to show this to other people.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. And then to, to build on that point too, which I think is just so excellent is that what you were doing is that you're showing people that it's possible because, yes. right, you, you know the story about Roger Bannister and the four-minute mile, right?
1: No yes. one thought the four-minute yes. mile, yes.
0: like everyone's yes. trying to run it for years, 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 yeah. and then all example. of a sudden runs a four-minute mile. And then in that same year, like 17, I don't know the exact people, but the 17 yeah. people no, ran right. a four-minute mile, which is awesome. So it's, you're showing people that fulfillment is possible and that going out and doing what you love and just not being a slave to what society expects is amazing and i just absolutely love that. So like for you like what was that that breakthrough moment like for you? And and i kind of also want to tie into the space of when you said um you know you can't always just go out do what you love and expect to get paid. You have to yeah. do other things. Uh-huh. So what are those things and like how have you done them in your own process?
1: Yeah, so answer the second question first. It's not something that I even realized until I was very deep in my own podcast because I am indeed in search of all of these things myself. I am constantly learning and I have fully accepted that I will constantly learn. And every guest has taught me something bar none, like without a doubt, everybody's taught me something. So I know that I will be able to constantly learn. And I know that it's not easy to find what you want to do and get paid for it because like I was talking to a gentleman, uh Boss Ruin on here, and he was saying, I love playing the guitar. I love Jimi Hendrix, but I'm not gonna go out there and play like Jimi Hendrix and get paid for it. So you can have things that you love in your life that you love to do that bring you fulfillment, that bring you happiness, but people aren't unless you're providing value to somebody, are you going to get paid for it? So with the quick example of like myself, like I I'm teaching people how to podcast from start to finish if they so choose to. And I will get you, you know, your guests and I will get you your first episode air. And I'm going to all the stuff that I've learned over the last year. I'm going to narrow it down and show you. Now, that's just a quick example of just that, like that is providing value. Somebody, you know, sees value in that they're going to need it. And it doesn't that's just a simple example that just relates to me. But there's many other ways that you can take that. So you have to find and this is obviously the most difficult part if you make it difficult but if you just sit down and you think for honestly like five or ten minutes and you're like you just I'm a huge advocate of writing things down which I'm sure people have heard me say but if you write down everything just make a list of everything that you are good at and then a, a totally separate list of everything that you love And I think that if you go through the list side by side and you see what matches and then the ones that match, then that's a be a good starting point at least to see like, well, maybe how can I form this into something that will add value to somebody and that I can make money off of and whatever it is. And for me, that just, and and I think I'm a good example in the sense of I didn't even intend to make a podcast to begin with and it just formed like that. So again, I only speak about myself because to answer your question the best I possibly can, I will speak through my personal experience. And I didn't even know I was going to start the podcast. So you may not, you may already be doing what you're trying to think about what you're doing is what I'm saying. Like you may not know that you're already headed in the path. And I think that if you're already asking yourself these questions or listening to this podcast, then you're headed in that direction. So you may already be doing it, but you have to know that you're going to do it. And you may not know how or what, but you need to know that you will do something great. And these are many things that I've learned by myself. These are things that I've learned through talking to 46 46 people, like from 46 completely different backgrounds. So, and that's just a whole nother other tangent is Talk to other people that are interested in stuff you are like, I'm specifically, I'm talking to you for a reason, Joe, like, you and I are doing similar things, we want to help people, we love doing a podcast, and we love reaching people like that, so we're reciprocating the value here, right, you know, I'm giving you content, you're giving me content, not, you know, I'm not recording this, but now I can talk about how I had this amazing conversation with Joe, with the next person at work or with my wife or with, you know, on the next podcast, I can bring up the points we made here. So the points I'm trying to make is like, it actually may already be in front of you and you already may be, may be taking steps in the direction and not even know you're doing it. But I think if you still can not answer that question for yourself, you know, make those lists Write things down, see it in front of you, get something like that you can hold and, you know, draw on. And then you may figure out that you're already doing it. And if you're not already doing it, then you will probably have a good place to start.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. And it's so cool because it's it comes to a part where you really just got to look inside yourself, right? And yeah. really say like, what do I really enjoy in life? And what do am I really good at? Because I think a lot of people, they just go through the motions, but they don't take a step back and they actually like take the time to write it down and then look at it and then say, okay, like, is this something I can pursue? It's more like they they're in these habit loops of just doing the same action every single day. And they don't pause and stop and just say, wait a second, like, what do I really like? Or why do I like this one thing? Right? Like people enjoy things, but like you ask, like
1: you motion, just like you said, right. man, they're, they're stuck. They're just going in this routines are good. I love routines. But like you said, like, it's such a good point. Such a good point. And I'm gonna say it like 10 times, like people stuck going through the motions, stop getting stuck through the motions. Like it's, you don't know what you don't know. Like that comes up all the time when I'm talking to people. And that is just because you don't know, it doesn't mean it's not going to be detrimental to you. So you need to figure out all the things that you don't know. And you're like, how do you do that if I don't know? them?" Well, just keep on searching, you know, keep on pushing to, you know, look within with yourself and then keep on pushing to search for other people that are doing the things that you want to do. And you will figure out, like, I just had a phone call today with somebody that I recorded with, and he's helping me out other stuff that I had no idea. But because I was in search of these amazing people for my podcast, Thus, he called me and gave me 45 minutes of absolute like people paid top dollar for this information. So I'm just if you push this energy out there, like energy is huge and it's bigger than anybody can possibly think. So if you're pushing this energy out, it's going to come back to you. But you can't get stuck every day living your life with the same energy like I'm just stuck in like I said, or you said, aggravate it, right? So I'm just going through my day, you know, like Eeyore, like I'm stuck in this job. There's nothing I can do for myself. It's hopeless. I'm just feeling sorry for myself. Well, that's that couldn't be more f- far from the truth. And it's so aggravating, even talking about it. Like, take a little responsibility for your life. Responsibility is a key word. You are only the one that is responsible for what you make. You are responsible. For breaking out of that mundane routine where you're feeling sorry for yourself, you don't enjoy your job. Like I didn't want to be in the Navy anymore. I I loved the Navy, like I was saying in my introduction, but I wanted to do something more. I wanted to do something bigger in a different direction. So I made it happen. I tell you, Joe, everybody on a professional level that I told I was getting out of the Navy said, do not do it under any Circumstances. I didn't, and again, I want to reiterate. I'm a military guy, always, you know, and I I love the military. But once I left, I was in special warfare, and once once I left special warfare and I went in a different direction, I wasn't getting the fulfillment anymore, and I knew I didn't want to be in NSW anymore because here I am. I'm about to have a you know family. We were talking about about all that and all this thing. You know, answers fulfillment, you know, fulfillment from your family, your personal life and your job. But I knew I didn't want to do any of these things anymore, but I knew I wanted to do something bigger. So all these people and, and this is a totally even different topic than, you know, being aggravated and fulfilled. But when everybody in your life can tell you not to do it, but if you know that you want to do it, because that is another avenue that's going to give you the fulfillment you need. And that's all you need to do. You just need to listen to yourself more than you usually do. Like I I'm listening to myself more and more and more because too many times I just went through life again, like a zombie of this bad routine, just automatically assuming that all the advice I got in my life, maybe like in the military, they are higher ranking than me, or I respected them or like family members, my, you know, whoever they are, just because they're older or higher ranking or whoever they are, doesn't mean they're giving you the advice that you need. Yeah. You just need to be able to, it's like whether you're trading stocks or whether you're making any kind of financial decisions or decisions in life, you need to do your own due diligence. Like you don't just buy a stock because your buddy says buy it because that's your money. So why would you just do something for your career just because somebody says don't do it? Like put in your due diligence, man.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's so true. And I think a lot of people, they look for like the external things of like, what do I do in life? What do I do? But everyone is different. Right. Like everyone has a different uh, set of things that they want to do in life, whether it. Like not everyone really wants those things, and I know it sounds like so insane to some people to say that, but it's the truth. And so if that is true, then we can agree on the fact that listening to other people's advice without even questioning how it fits into your old mold is basically it's almost like just being in your own habit loop, right? You're like, oh, I'm doing something differently, but I'm just kind of doing everything that everyone says. But at the same time, if you're not listening to yourself and if you don't know that's right, then it's so, it's just counterproductive at that point. So I think like really to your point is just saying like, just go out take responsibility, take ownership, listen to yourself. That stuff is great. So my question is like for you. So let's just say someone listening right now, they are really, you know, in that point, they're like, all right, I listen to myself. I'm in my job. I'm going to quit it. Like, yeah. let's do it. But then the fear comes on. Then the yeah. doubt comes on that yeah. negative self-talk yeah. saying you can't do it. You can't do it. So one, I want to know, did, did you face that at all during your journey? And two, um, what would your advice be to someone who is kind of in that position and a lot, what would allow them to break through that? So they can, they can pursue that path of fulfillment.
1: Joe, the person that says they can't do it, can't do it. Yes, I initially had those thoughts. I did. And then I realized that that wasn't going to get me anywhere. And again, it started with me. And that I could feel sorry for myself or think I'm not going to get a job or be scared. But none of those emotions were going to help me get the job. None of those emotions were. Me approaching it rationally. Knowing that I had to study for whatever, I, you know, for the from the specific loops that I had to go through for my job, whatever it may be, yeah, you're gonna encounter fear and you're gonna encounter uncertainty, but you need to curb that shit immediately. Like I was just talking to Phil McCarthy on the podcast, and he doesn't even he he literally like starts going into this frenzy mode when he like senses a negative thought coming into head. He doesn't even let that shit like even begin to fester. He just a negative thought comes into his head and he just, just, and he just like breathes and he just moves on. He just doesn't even like let his, just because negative thoughts come into your head. And this is stuff that I didn't even even learn until maybe last year when I started podcasting. But just because these thoughts come into your head, you, they're not, they don't have to be your thoughts. They, they come in there maybe subconsciously or from the out world, the external world. But how are you going to react to those thoughts? So I could think whatever, I mean, whatever example you want to think of that you're, I'm afraid that I'm going to not get that job. We're, you know, talking about career changes, right? I'm not going to, well, stop right there and be like, I am going to get the job and and just don't even give it a breath to have that negativity. Like you literally can't be thinking these thoughts. Like I start my day, you know, and, and I think we've texted or direct message about this, but you know, meditation, gratitude. All these things, and now recently, this morning was the first time I've looped in yet another thing where I'm going meditation to gratitude to thinking about my goals. Because all these things I want to do to project my day. So maybe, to answer your question even deeper, maybe something that you can actually do to mitigate it is start your day with these things that I'm implementing. Now, you don't have to do all of them, but maybe just take the goal thing if you're having fear of doing a career change or whatever it is that you want to do. That maybe all your friends and your family don't want to do. But start your day. like You don't even have to get out of bed. Just open your eyes. Actually, you don't even have to open your eyes. Just wake up. Be thankful for that, number one. You can close your eyes, again, if you, as long as you don't fall asleep. But tell yourself as you're sitting there, breathing slowly, relaxed. You're in your bed. You're in a comfortable place. And just literally run through your head. What are my goals, and and just say it like you've already done it. So, like I said, I when I already when I get to my goal in the morning, when I go over those, that's already the fourth thing I'm doing for the morning. Because a huge, thing I've talked about this a bunch on my podcast. Like I'm not, I wake up. That's number one. I'm not snoozing. That's number two. I'm meditating. That's number three. I'm practicing gratitude. That's number four. And number five, before I even get out the door at five ten a.m., I'm Practicing my goals. I'm going over my goals. I'm setting myself up for success So I've already accomplished five things and i'm a type of guy where I like checking shit off like I write things down Obviously, I was talking about the list. I write things down. I like checking it off I have this huge excel sheet that I literally plan my week in advance and I have times all the way down to the minutes How i'm doing everything and I love checking it off and I'm doing five things before I get to the gym And then I go to the gym and i've done six things before I get to work at 645. So (laughs) I'm saying all these things Number 1, it's possible to do. I I'm not even I'm even less tired in the morning because I'm doing these things. So when you I I just feel charged. So if you're afraid curb it. Start your day with these are my goals. This is what I want. This is what I am am going to do, right? In the affirmative, like I am going to do this. And I think all of those things there there's so many there's so many good outcomes cuz number one, you're reassessing what your goals are. Maybe you're thinking about new goals or thinking about how to assess them or how can I incorporate tackling my goals for the day? I think starting your day like that, if you do that consistently, because we all know consistency is the key to whatever you quantify as success. So if you're doing this consistently waking up, I tell you, I have done it, all of these things only for two weeks. And I, 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 I'm not bullshitting you when I tell you I've seen a huge difference. I have more energy at the gym. I have more energy through the day and I'm getting up an hour and a half earlier and I have more time to edit and record podcasts in the afternoon now because I'm getting up earlier. So these little (laughs) five minutes or two and a half to five minute sessions I do in the morning set my life up like and you I can't even like think properly because it's so amazing like People may think I'm crazy talking about these little (laughs) bits of time, but these little bits of time are so important. And especially because you're doing consistently, but also especially because you're starting your day from the very beginning, thinking these positive thoughts about yourself. One of the biggest things I struggle with and that I am getting over and almost completely got over is speaking negatively about myself. I don't know if I'm going to do that or I hope I can do that. You said, so I said, fuck that. I can't do that anymore. Like, I'm literally going to, I'm going to get what I want. Other people have done it. I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it better.
0: Gosh, I love that answer because it's just, there's so many just good things that I just want to highlight in there that I thought are just so amazing. And it's great too because I've implemented these same things in my life too. And I can totally vouch for it. But the first thing, which I think is so awesome that you said about the negative thinking, is that you. Have the ability to challenge your thoughts. And it's going yes. back to that other point that you said, you can challenge other people's opinions and thoughts too. But I think the most important thing that you need to challenge are the thoughts that come into your head, especially if they're negative. Right. So it's yeah. all about just challenging those thoughts and realizing that those are not your thoughts. It's just like a result of the conditioning that you've been through in your life. And that once you realize that they're not a part of you and you can talk back to them, like, right. Like a thought pops up in your head says, you're not good enough. But then you go and you go, dude, I just I just fucking woke up at 5 30, meditated, worked out, and I did all this shit and it's not even six AM. Like you tell me I'm not worth it after that, right? And then it's like boom, negative yeah. thought, done. Yeah. So I think yeah. that was awesome. Two, yeah. the morning routine, that is just amazing because it it primes you for the day, right? It primes your brain for success and to, and meditation. I mean, that's, that's the whole thing we're going for meditation for millennials is trying to help people to build that, uh, that ability to sit and really gather your thoughts and redirect them in a positive manner. Because when you do that and you do it consistently, which is the key word. And I love that you stress that because some people think that, oh, I meditated for a day and I should be fine. Nope. That's not how it works. It's all about the consistency. And I just love that. And gosh, I think it's just so awesome. And then I want to just ask briefly too, and and add another thing that I know you do in sure. your morning routine, which is a technique that I think is so cool: is is shoelace express. So you <laughs> mind like just just touching on that really quickly? Because I think it's I think it's pretty awesome.
1: It's funny. Yeah, I've heard mixed reviews about the old shoelace express, but everybody's obviously heard about that saying. But I've it goes back to when it, it goes back honestly to all the way deployments I had in in Afghanistan. And some of the things that I've kind of touched on a little bit, where I am truly, 100%, without a doubt, thankful to wake up every single morning in my life. And I love music. I listen to all types of music, and I I just I start. And it's so funny to answer your question. I have to say, I used to start my day off. Recording my feet walking with some music that inspired me for the day, that I just got me in a happy go lucky mood, like jamming out to music, just doing this like consistent thing. But now I'm doing six things before I even get to the Shoelace Express. And it's just all it is is, I mean, anybody can do, anybody can have their own version of it, but it's just something that helped not help me, but I guess was like a vehicle or a vessel for me to channel to the world. Like I'm consistently doing this. This is a way that I'm being thankful to wake up every day. Like these are the two feet that got me out of bed, stood me up on my feet after I strapped up these shoelaces. And this express is, you know, I'm walking to work or I'm walking to the gym. Or I'm, I'm lucky to be walking like shit that we, <laughs> and I, it just, I, I can't even formulate sentences right now because I know how real it is for people to take for granted, just walking getting up. And that goes all the way back to the beginning of the podcast where he said, Chris, why did you start it? Because somebody was walking with their damn shoelace express in the hallway, not thankful to be alive when every other person buried six feet under doesn't have that. And there's so many other people, you know, people don't, people die of old age. Sure. But so many, you know, kids, parents, brothers, sisters, mothers that, you know, we lose to so many things that people just take it for granted that this life is going to go on forever. Now, that also goes with like your career. Like, do something you want to fucking do. It's bullshit that we're not doing what we want to do. So I remind myself in the morning that. I have these feet and I'm awake and I'm alive and I'm able to walk my ass to wherever I want to get. I'm going to listen to music that I like to listen to at the same time. And it was just a fun little thing, but it has an absolutely serious meaning to it.
0: Yeah. Oh, my gosh, that's awesome. It's it's just like a little gratitude practice on its own, right? I guess I was
1: doing it. Before I even knew I was doing it yeah absolutely right,
0: exactly and, and yeah. it's so it's so true like when you change your frame of reference that just shifts the whole game like it doesn't even matter what situation you're in no like no matter what like even if you're homeless if you're uh got like an illness there's always always at least one person who has it worse than you always yeah. and so of course that you can look at that and say oh, it's a depressing kind of thing but at the same time yeah. It can be an empowering thing because you're just so appreciative because like you said, like feet, I don't know how many people literally take a second and just say, I'm so thankful for my feet, right? They just take it yeah. as it is, right? The feet, like take it for granted, right? Like you don't think about it and say, thank you feet for just, you know, for, for, for me. getting me up, for carrying <laughs> me, carrying all my weight, right? It's And having that gratitude, like – Is so fulfilling because it just gives you a whole new appreciation for life. And when you appreciate things, then there's like less suffering in there, right? Like you're not, you're not looking for things. And I think it's just, just so amazing. But I want to kind of like add on that too. I think a lot of people with gratitude, they have like a question where they're like, if I'm grateful all the time and I'm appreciative all the time, like, am I ever going to strive for my goals? So, in question. your eyes, in your eyes, like, how do you balance gratitude, but also yeah. the pursuit of your big, uh, scary, challenging goals to in order to get something that you really want in life?
1: Sure. So, I think it goes back to the po- this your podcast fulfillment. Now, fulfillment can be approached multiple different ways, and this is kind of in conjunction with your question, hence why I bring it up. I think it is important to be fulfilled, but. I think I can honestly say that I'll never be fully fulfilled because I'll need to continue to want to better myself now by no means does that not mean I'm not grateful to be doing what I'm doing I'm not grateful to be having what I have I am I am grateful and the things that I do to give me that to allow me to be grateful do give me fulfillment. So I do get fulfillment. I'm getting fulfillment from being able to contribute to your podcast right now. People that are on my podcast, I hope I give them fulfillment to be able to like reach other people and to spread their voice. Now, I live my life every single day with gratitude like we just touched on, and I am fulfilled. However, to answer your question, I'm never really truly fulfilled, and I don't see it as a negative thing. Because I'm always hungry for more. So if you're... Think about food. If you're eating and you eat until you're full, you're fulfilled, you're not going to want to eat anymore. Now, our body, diet is huge. People take it for granted. In my opinion, it's more important than working out. little side note, but you need to take care of the fuel that's in your body. So the fuel that's in your life, your career, your friends... Your relationships, they can be negative, toxic, all these things. Whatever you're in pursuit of, they absolutely can provide you fulfillment. But they never completely fill me to the top. I'm always hungry for more. So you have to find, again, it's like, you have to find what works for you. And I can tell you from talking to almost 50 people now, there's 50 different stories and 50 different ways. To get something done that you want to do it so absolutely one must be fulfilled but me personally i'm never truly fulfilled and i don't think it's a bad thing because i always always want to get another bite of life
0: yeah i love that too and i and i always i always think about it too i think the pursuit of those things like in itself can be fulfilling right absolutely yeah right and if you have that gap In you, it's not necessarily like a totally bad thing. Like you said, like some people think, oh, I'm never truly fulfilled. Like, aren't you chasing a goal that uh, aren't you always chasing and always unhappy? Right. Like that's like, like for me, like studying Buddhist philosophy, that's like a huge thing. Right. But, but to counter argue that I think it's just the pursuit of something bigger. Right. Like, and I think it's so important because a lot of people think they're like, what, when I make a lot of money one day, then I will be happy. Right. When I build my business up to be huge, then I will be happy. But that's like a trap, right? Like, because, right, you got to love that process every single day, like the process of struggling, the process of learning, the process of putting something out and then people saying this sucks. But in the end of the day, you figure out why it sucks, improve on it, and then you get closer to your goal. That, I think, is just the true chase of it. And when you have that gap, like you said, like not being truly fulfilled all the time, then it gives you hungry and it keeps you going for more, but at the same time, you take that gratitude for the journey that you're going on. So I think it's just an awesome concept that you lay out there and and even though, like I mentioned there, like the struggles and so on and so forth, like I'm sure going through your journey, like you've had some struggles. so like how would how have the struggles been fulfilling? Because uh, I think a lot of people don't go down the path of fulfillment because they know it's going to lead to struggles, they know it's going to lead to difficulties in their lives, but i believe personally from my own view that the struggles can be fulfilling and and Absolutely. i'm wondering how that plays in in your life and in your journey.
1: i struggle so that the fulfillment is better. The nice. more i struggle, the more fulfilled i am. It goes back to what i was saying when everybody that i worked with in the navy on a professional level that you know was giving me professional advice told me not to get out of the navy. Not to go work at company XYZ. I proved all of them wrong. I don't even have. I have like some college. You know like you check the box some college. I've, You know you have full college. I always check the box some college. Like I don't even. (laughs) on, On a formal educational level. I don't check like but two boxes down. And everybody in my life told me not to do it. On that professional level. I said fuck that. (laughs) I'm going to do it anyway. And I got the job that literally in the job description said, you need a bachelor's and I got it anyways. And you damn right. I was fulfilled. Like I was so fulfilled and it felt really good to prove everybody wrong. And I listened to myself and it goes back to what we were talking about. And you brought it up and you really hit it on the head about listening to yourself first. And we were talking about, you are not always your thoughts because you're not. And again, like, and I always see this every time I talk to somebody on my podcast, but all of these things tie together. And if you use a little bit of them here and a little bit of them there, everything we've talked about, you have a pretty, pretty potent cocktail for success. But absolutely, these things give me fulfillment and it's kind of like. The short – I always get fulfillment from the short-term things I'm doing like waking up, not snoozing, all these things, going to the gym in the morning, crushing work, crushing the podcast. But I'm always seeking – like I have these long-term goals that all these little tiny little things that I'm doing throughout the day are leading up to this huge goal, fulfillment. And then once I get to that big goal, like I wanted to start a podcast. I had to do a million things to do that. I was super fulfilled when I started the podcast and I had a goal of getting to 10, getting to 20, 30, 40, 50, a hundred, a 1, thousand, like building a business. Like I just, uh, you know, started, I got it approved in the state of Virginia yesterday. Like all of these things, like I was super fulfilled. Like I was on cloud nine. So yes, I'm, I'm going to be fulfilled in all of these little things that I do and even the big things when I get them, but I'm still always, like I said, going to be hungry for more fulfillment. Did I answer your question fully?
0: Yeah, absolutely. No, okay. abs- absolutely. And I think it's so important to highlight too how it's just like, it, it's like you said, you, your first goal was just to like make it happen. Right. And then get five and then get 10 and then get 15. And it's all about like these little things, right? Like a lot of people think we're right out the back. It, It should be like they want the really big, big, scary things, right? Which is great. And I think everyone should have giant goals. But if you try to go for that with in mind, right, the big goal – in the beginning, like you're never going to take the small action steps necessary to get there. And sure. I think, yeah. like like you said, I think it's awesome how you broke it down literally by going 5, 10, 15, 20. Because when you take those small steps and you focus on one foot in front of the other and, you know, you take the yeah. small pebbles each day. And then each day you move one small pebble, look 5, 10 years out from then, you got a fucking mountain, right? And just and when you step back and look at it back to your point on gratitude, you can appreciate. You're like, Wow. Like, I did this. I took the small steps. And so I think one thing that I was thinking about during your thing is, like, you know, you you were taking a vision that you had, a vision of a podcast, a vision of interviewing people, and you made it a reality. And I think that is one of the most fulfilling things ever, right? It's like, and you build so much credibility with it. Fulfilling. so like coming up into the tail end of the podcast too like like just speaking about all this and i've kind of just sprinkled in what like i think fulfillment like really means to me and yeah. what fulfills me but for you like like now we're getting to the real like just like core aspect of fulfillment for you like what what how would you define it and and for you like what's the most fulfilling thing that you get out of life
1: how would I define it? I, I think I would define it by am I setting out to do the things that I believe in in this life? Am I in a lot of things that, you know, give me fulfillment are like we describe the goals that I set out to do. Am I there for in a goal? And I'm not just talking career or whatever it is, but am I being a good husband to my wife? Am I going to be a good father to my daughter? Am I being a good son to my parents? All of these things, if I strive to work on them all the time and I follow through with them and I am I'm there for my wife or a career like me I'm am I doing what I need to do in the podcast am I getting my episodes out once a week for a year you're damn right I am I'm doing all these things the best I can and I don't always deliver a hundred percent but I do give it a hundred percent right so I am doing always everything I want and I always always have said to myself and everyone around me That as long as I'm doing 100% that I can to make something happen, then that's all I can ever do. But it's when I don't do 100% and I don't get something, then I can't live with myself, like getting the job. So what is fulfillment to me? Fulfillment to me is just living my life to the full. All those things we talked about, like getting up out of bed being grateful like getting after like going to the gym every morning if you say you're going to go to the gym crush work when you go to work and if you don't like your job when you're doing it right now in pursuit of your other job that you want to create the one we're trying to figure out by writing down like go crush your job that you don't like anyway in the meantime and maybe you'll get paid more money in the meantime and you can be fulfilled that way so there's a million ways to be fulfilled but for me how am i fulfilled is all those things by family friends life contributing to the world on a global scale because we're podcasters man like you can read like you can reach te- like i'm a s- small and growing podcast but just like a couple months ago i was in 20 countries and now i'm in 37 and it's just those things give me fulfillment and i know i have so much more to do and that's fine But that's great because I love the pursuit. The pursuit gives me fulfillment. So I do agree with you when you said that. The pursuit 100%, but it's guided pursuit, right? The Mm. pursuit 100%. Because if you're not getting fulfillment from the pursuit, then you're not living your life because your pursuit is the present. So you must be fulfilled in the present.
0: My gosh, yeah. It's so true, right? Because you can spend... 60 years building a business but if you fucking hate it then at the end of the 60 years you look up and you're 90 years old and you're on your deathbed you got it but look the 60 years like you didn't enjoy them so like what what's the point man and i I refuse
1: to live that life and everyone should too it's completely up to you
0: yeah and so what, what would you say is like one Thing that someone could do today like right they're ready to go but like they're like oh, i don't know where to start like i don't know one thing that they could do like right now in this in this instant to go towards a path of more fulfillment
1: tell themselves that they can do they can do it, it i mean it starts with what we were saying if somebody what you asked me if somebody was scared they could do what they do or they wanted to do and don't be fucking scared mitigate that immediately squash it you are not your thoughts again all these things are coming around full circle it's all tied together i would say listen to this podcast over again (laughs) and by the time you get back to this question you'll have your answer because it's it may not be one simple thing but it's all these little things tied up because they're all consistently done it's there's no like secret ingredient to however one quantifies success It's doing all these things consistently, being well-rounded in your life, having fulfillment, being the good brother or mother or whoever you are, being a good, genuine person that wants to do good for yourself, like be a good person to you so that you can be a good person to other people. So how, how should you be fulfilled? How should you progress? Like you said, one step in front of the other, but- knowing that each step is intentional Mm -hmm. and that you can indeed take each step and you can take one step further
0: so true so true yeah no i i absolutely love that and like it just comes down to the belief that you can do it right like it's all about just really having trust in yourself and a lot of people it is is Right. They'll listen to this though. And they'll, they'll be like, eh, well, you know, it's, I gotta know, like I've done the motivational stuff, but at the same time, it's like, sure, sure. It's not motivational, but you got to really, truly believe it. And I think to build on your other points yeah. of like waking up in the morning, meditating, exercising, practicing gratitude, those are not easy things. But when you do those in the morning, guess what? You build yourself credibility and you're like, wow, I did all that. And then once you see that you can do hard things like that in the morning before anyone else has done it, then you start to, like, again, when you tell yourself, I believe it or, or I believe in myself, then you believe it so much more because you build that credibility in yourself. And yeah. I think that is something that I think for anyone listening to go back and listen to Christoph's morning routine and what he does, because I think it's just so awesome. And I I challenge anyone listening to it to at least do one or two things that he does each morning.
1: Sure.
0: Yeah. Right. Wouldn't you agree?
1: I mean, listen, if you, you're either going to do it or you're not going to do it, it's really simple. There's not a lot yeah. of things that I subscribe to in my life that are black and white. There's a million shades of gray, but when it comes down to it, I don't care what you intend to do. I care what you do. Nobody gets shit for what they intend to do. What Like, think of a company that intends to do something, and they're going to tell their shareholders that they intend to bring all this stuff to their company. Nobody's going to subscribe to that, but when they deliver results and the analytics are crunched, the metrics are there, that's when the stock value goes up. So raise the value of your life by giving action to your life. Take action.
0: Absolutely. And then it comes down to action, right? Like you, you got to move, right? And I love that point. How you saying like having the intention doesn't get you anywhere unless it's put into action, right? Like I think a lot yeah. of people dream, but they don't, they don't do and the doing like, think about it. Everything in your life has happened because, or everything you made happen. It was because you did something right. You don't like law of attraction. Sure. It's a great concept and all that stuff. But the one problem I have with the law of attraction is like, you just like, you really just got to do. Right, you can think about it all you want, but it's not going to automatically come for you unless you at least make those steps forward. Right?
1: Yeah, I think in a in another way to answer your question, I do fully believe in what I said. But another way to ask your answer your question, there's going to be a point in your life. I mean, you're already listening to this podcast for a reason. There's going to be a point in your life when you're literally, literally going to be looking in a mirror, and you look at yourself in the eyes, and you're just going to stare, and you're either going to be happy with where you're at and then you're not going to need to hear this advice or you're going to look at yourself and you're going to be like that's it i've Mm. had enough i'm willing to do whatever it takes whether it's that job whether it's that toxic relationship you're in whatever it is there's going to be a point where you literally have this snap in your head where you're like somebody was just telling me this the other day, I remember like, this is why it resonates so much, but I've had it in my, myself years ago, where I was like, I'm willing to do anything. And I'm sick of being who I used to be. I'm sick of being selfish. I'm sick of procrastinating. I'm sick of not following through with shit. I'm sick of not being a good friend. I'm sick of not being a good boyfriend. I'm sick of not being a good husband. I'm sick of not being a good son. I'm sick of. All this shit. I've had enough. I'm putting my foot down. I'm making a change right now. I know it's not going to happen overnight, but you're sure as hell going to see me change over time. And I am not the person I used to be. And yes, I know that people can change because I have changed. I was not a person that I would approve of now. You know, I was a good guy, but I didn't subscribe to all of these things I've just discussed with you. But I realized I had that moment where I looked in self-reflection and I was vulnerable to myself and I realized I had enough and I was willing to do anything to change.
0: Oh man. Yeah. And it reminds me of the, the last conversation that you put out where your guest said, he was like, it's it takes desperation to make massive yeah. and instant change, mm-hmm. right? He's about to kill and
1: it's, himself, man, that's what I'm talking about. Phil was right. gonna a hundred pills of Ibuprofen and off himself until he looked his dog in his beautiful eyes and said, What the hell is my dog gonna do without me? My heart broke, and then it led into next thing where He's thinking about, well, what is my mother going to do without me? And this is real shit because I talked to somebody in conversation number 39 where her brother killed himself mm. and then she was devastated obviously for the rest of her life and the rest of her family was effective. So you have no idea how much impact you have on not just yourself but other people and you are way more worth to the world than you think you are. But you have to, you have to get to that point where you're like, I'm sick of it. I'm, you know, I may not be a terrible person, but I can be better and know that you can be better. You can be a better person at anything you want to be, but you have to put in the effort.
0: Right. Right. And it doesn't even need to lead to the desperation all the time, right? Like why, why wait till it gets that bad? Right. Like I think it could be powerful.
1: I'm telling you some need that shit though, because they're not going to get to that point. They're just, those people get so comfortable, man. And comfortable is a dangerous place to be. People get comfortable. That's why we have the middle class, which is fine. It's okay to be average. I, I'm not saying it's not, and I'm not saying it's so not okay to be all of these things, but if you want to be a better person, if you want to not be average, you have to not do average things all the time in your life.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my That's gosh. It. Yeah. Definitely. And like, you can like make like for me like what I do like every single day to like foster that is like I I always ask myself like one week like one week at a time it's like what did I do that was really uncomfortable this week right sure. because. When you're doing that, like you ne- don't necessarily hit that place of desperation. And I was there. Like there was one time in my life where I was like, fuck this, like I'm gonna stop taking drugs, like I'm gonna sure, start like sure. taking control of that. And it was powerful. But at the same time, there was so much pain that like went into it. And I know that like people can really foster change in themselves without dealing with that pain on the onset or waiting for it to get that bad. And some yeah. people might like take it as like, oh, well, I won't change now because I want to hit that desperation point. But I think it is going back to what you said like you can kind of create that desperation by saying am i the person who i want to be like am i the boyfriend that i want to be am i the coworker that i want to be am i really the person who i would like to hang out with because if you look at that and you see that there's a gap between who you are now and who you really want to be for the first time ever then you get that desperation factor kick in and boom, it can be off to the races. So like, I think it's just like, I do think that desperation is there. And I, I think that people can like, they don't have to necessarily put themselves in a terrible situation to do it. Like, right. Sure. You
1: know? I, I, I agree. You don't have to like physically be in that desperate right. situation like Phil was, or you were, or that I've been in. But I think you have to maybe be desperate for change. Like if you really want the change, then you you're you're desperate so you're willing to do anything that it takes to make that change so some form of desperation you know like i was saying looking at the mirror and not i mean you can lie to everybody and everything around you in the world but you you cannot lie to yourself and and if you can then you're probably a little lucy you know (laughs) but you know but ultimately like the most the sane ones of us at least like you can't you can say again like action and intent and all these things like you can say all of these things but Unless you know, if you're actually doing these things, like, you know, your goals better than anybody so that when you're going out there and you're accomplishing them and you're being fulfilled or you're not accomplishing them on the inverse of fulfillment is a dark like cavity in my chest. Like it feels like that. Like
0: mm-hmm. if I don't
1: do something again that I set set out to do and I didn't give it all my all whoo, that's not a place that you want to be in my friend.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh, I agree. And I love how you, you stress like giving it your all as opposed to just like thinking, did I get it? Right. Like I'm, I might not get it, but if I gave it my all, that's what that's what it's worth, right? It's focusing on what you can control and what you can't control. I think it's just so cool. And I, I wanted yeah. to highlight that before, but I I if I was the interviewer that I was, I would have done it or wanted to be, I would have done it earlier. <laughs> <laughs> but i i do think that point is just so great where it's like if i can just give it my all and like sure. i went for it with everything that i got which is all you really can control in some situations then that's all that matters i think it's just beautiful and i know man we ran a little over but gosh i mean this has just been a eye opening wealth of information and it's i cannot wait for our listeners to listen to this once it's released yeah, cuz it was just so awesome oh. so for our listeners, I totally encourage you to dive into Christoph's world. So Christoph, or Chris, I should say. Um, Either or. Where? Works. <laughs> yeah, where? I'm just so used to calling because it it's your podcast show, Dave. Um,
1: uh, yeah.
0: But but where can our listeners uh, find you? Find your podcast and explore more of your world. Because, like I said, guys, like he is someone who you want to dig into more and 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 follow his journey too, right? Like y'all got to start somewhere. Like him and I, we got a connection. We're both just starting out in our journeys. But just following someone go through it is awesome. And, and, and for me following Kristoff has been awesome. And, and I'm sure you guys too. So, uh, kind of a long, long winded wind up to this question, (laughs) but where can our listeners find you?
1: Yeah, no worries, man. But real quick, like that's the journey and that's what I'm doing. And that's why, how I'm going to answer the best place to find me is my Instagram at Christoph Lewis, K R I S T O F L E W I S because I do post content daily to show, that I'm just a person just like you and me. Like I like you said, I never knew I was going to start a podcast. I figured it out. I'm still doing it almost a year later and I'm going to continue to do it and I'm documenting that journey because I'm being or I'm allowing myself to be fulfilled through this journey as I yearn and ache for more fulfillment from greater things. So Instagram is the best place you can find me for like daily interact. I'm like super interactive with everybody on there. And then from my Instagram, you can see in my bio the iTunes link, but I'm on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, if you have an Android. And I also have all the videos sent out to YouTube as well, if you prefer watching the uh, podcast as well.
0: Nice. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, I'm a huge fan of the podcast and I'm sure that you guys are. And it's great too, because the conversations aren't just so one way where it's Chris up asking questions. He's actually in there engaged, sharing his own insight too. So you learn from both the guest and him, which is just an awesome combination. And I think you guys are going to get a lot of value off of it. So Chris, thank you so much for this awesome episode. I, man, I appreciate it. Every second of it. it's, It's such a pleasure speaking with you.
1: Yeah, Joe, I've had an absolute blast speaking with you. It's been so fun being on the receiving end of a podcast and I've thoroughly enjoyed it. It was like a lot like I'm not like super stressed during my podcast by any means, but it was cool just, you know, seeing it from the other end. And I'm I'm just so thankful that you reached out to me and that that means that I'm doing something right, that I'm putting out this positive energy and I'm I'm really trying to change the world around me. and, And truly, it's being reciprocated because you've you've seen that. And I did, or said, or, you know, something went right where you're like, I want to talk to this guy. So that means a lot to me that you would even look to have me on something that you're creating and that you're putting your name on. So thank you so much.
0: Of course, man. It was, it was definitely just, you can tell when people are fulfilled, right? With like, it doesn't even take a deep analysis. You can just hear it in their voice. You can see it in their actions, the way they move, the way they smile, the way they, they just have the. But number one, I think for me is always the appreciation for life, and I think everybody can agree. Like even just from listening to this podcast <laughs> and not not ever heard hearing you before, that you have a deep appreciation for life. And for me, that just shows like that it's someone special and someone worth talking to. So it was it was just more than uh, more than a pleasure yeah, to
1: speak man. with you. Yeah, thanks, Joe. It was awesome.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope this added value to you. If it did, please subscribe, review, rate, do whatever you can to show some love with the podcast. I would really, really appreciate that. And we will see you on the next episode for The Art of Fulfillment. You can find us on Instagram at Meditation for Millennials. Find me at Joe Corsione and send us a DM if you have any questions. And that is all for today. See you next week.